Beautiful Not Broken, your weekly inspirational hit of solid advice and life stories coming to you to help you rebuild from rock bottom. Do you ever feel like you're so busy trying to savour a moment that you forget to be in? I think since smartphones and camera phones, same thing. (laughs) Since they have been invented, we have this ability to capture every moment. So instead of living in the moment, we're busy trying to capture it. I'm thinking that because tonight I'm literally staring out my window where I've, I've set up a desk now, which has the most amazing view of sunset. Because for me, sunrise and sunset is so cathartic and it's a time of reflection and it's a deeply emotional time. I still find myself busy trying to photograph every second of it because I want to savour every sunset because sunset is just so... It's just such a beautiful time of the day. It's this time where we're given the opportunity to reflect on what we did that day. And we're about to go into the evening where it's dark and we're going to go to bed. We're going to go to sleep and we're going to dream and we're going to, you know, rest. And we have this opportunity to wake up the next morning and create a whole new day and literally create a whole new life. Every single morning we can choose to start a new life, to change a behavior, to start a new habit, to stop a habit. Every single morning comes with that opportunity. But I also think sunset It's the time to reflect on what we aren't liking about ourselves, about our lives. And I know it's almost, it's almost sad every sunset because it's another day is going down and we know that we only have so many, right? So every single time we see another sunset, that's another day gone. And if we feel like we've wasted it, then are there opportunities that we've missed? Or if it's the day that we've lost someone, that's the last day they existed on this planet. Or if it's the last time we see someone because we're choosing to leave their lives or they're choosing to leave ours. That's the sun setting on the last time we'll see that person in an intimate way or in a friend way. And sunset can be really moving. It can be a really moving time. But it gives us this amazing ability to reflect. And I think I literally had to move my desk to where it is now because I was so sick of missing sunset. And I kept saying to myself, oh, I'll go for walks, I'll go for walks. I never got out and go went for the walk because I was busy at my desk working and I miss this part of the day that means so much to me. So now I still get to see every sunset, even the cloudy ones. Have you ever even noticed on the rainiest, cloudiest day, we still get a slight sunset? Even on the darkest, gloomiest day, it still exists. 
Even on the darkest, gloomiest day, we still know when the sun has risen, it's still done its thing. And they give these, as I said, these amazing opportunities for us to reflect and decide, are we living the lives we want to be living? It's a really deep time of the day. And if we're busy trying to photograph it and trying to savour it, then we're missing its point. Won't lie though, I still took several photographs of sunset this evening. I actually took like a really cool one of me podcasting, like really artsy. <laughs> Very good fiend style, of course. But I think it's the same with any anything in our life. Our kid's first birthday. We're so busy trying to film it and capture it. Are we these days really in moments the way that we used to be? Like, I find it interesting. I have a really good, crazy memory. People say that to me. I think the interesting thing about memory is no one actually has a really good memory. No one. Because our memories are subject to our stories and we only remember the thing, the way, we only remember events the way that we remember them because of the way that our brain tells us the story unraveled, right? So memory is a really interesting thing. But when we were younger, or when you were younger, before phones, for those of us that remember our life before the iPhone existed, before the smartphone, before digital cameras even, we had opportunities to only capture certain moments. So we really had to be present at that time. We weren't checking our phones constantly. We weren't always trying to connect with people that weren't in front of us and forget the ones that are actually in front of us giving us their time. So are our memories sharper from our childhood because of that? Do you really remember events that you've been to recently? Or do you just remember the photos that you took because you're looking at those photos and they're the memory that you have? Are we missing quality time with our kids if you're a mom or a dad? Are you missing quality time with friends because you're looking at your phone? I have a thing on a date. If I go on a date with someone and they check their phone, it is a no-brainer for me that they are not right for me. I will admit, though, I am a sucker for checking my phone at like family functions. I need to stop because, especially now with Sydney lockdown, I can't believe how much I miss my sister. I miss her so much. And, yeah, I, I hope that the next time I actually get to see her, hug her, spend time with her and Ali that I appreciate the time I'm getting with them and I don't look at my fucking phone. Sometimes we need these shakeups, like not being able to see someone that we love to remind ourselves that in the moment we just need to enjoy it. I, when I was with my friends, I was super competitive. When I was in that circle, I was always so worried about getting all of the photos because I wanted to remember all of these times because I had so many events that I went to. Like I used to go to concerts and never take photos and I remember those concerts so well. They were some of the funnest things I ever went to. Like literally my HSC instead of studying, I spent the whole time at concerts and out just having fun. We went to parties, there's no photos, there's nothing. And then there's so many photos of like my young 20s and that because digital cameras were around and then smartphones were around and I don't know, the photos are fun. 
may tell a, quite a story, but would I have had better memories if we weren't trying to get these photos or I wasn't trying to get these photos? I became so obsessed with it. And then Instagram came and I always wanted to have, like, you know, my originally my Instagram was just about fun photos. And then because I was hanging around people that were super competitive, I wanted to have like a good feed. I wanted to show all the really great places I was going and I was posting based on the aesthetics, not the event. And now I post the most hideous photos of myself. <laughs> I don't even care. People know what I look like. And I want to capture the essence of me, not my best angle. <laughs> and I'm getting very good at capturing that essence of me. But I love that I don't care. I love that I'm secure in myself and I've done the work on myself that I'm happy to post a bad photo of myself, like terrible, and joke about it. Oh, my God. So lockdown. Obviously, I am not a redhead. So anyone listening to this would have only ever seen a photo of me as a redhead. I'm not a redhead. I spent my whole life wanting to dye my hair red. And everyone was always like, don't do it because you can't get red out easily, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, of course, when you go through a breakup, you change stuff, right? So I dyed my hair from, I was blonde. I am a natural blonde. I hate my blonde though. It's like a mousy, I call it dirty blonde. So when it grows back, it looks almost gray, but I actually don't have any gray hairs. Or if I do, I can't tell because my hair's blonde. So gray blonde regrowth or mousy blonde, horrid blonde regrowth on this copper, beautiful red hair color that I now claim as mine did not look good. So lockdown had not been fair to me. And I feel like it was payback for the last year because in 2020, I laughed at all the people that had terrible regrowth and were like freaking out. I was like, oh, well, I'm lucky because back then I had pretty close to my natural blonde. I just did highlights occasionally. But this time, yeah, I have been laughing the whole lockdown about how terrible my regrowth is. I actually did a regrowth like daily update for my Instagram. Well, it was more weekly because my hair doesn't grow that quickly, unfortunately. But yeah, we did a weekly update, but I finally contacted my hairdresser and I actually have gone from like a light copper to a darker copper. My hairdresser accidentally gave me the like tone of like the, I guess, mix up for my lighter copper. <laughs> so dyed my hair at home and had the lightest regrowth, like the lightest coloring on my the scalp to my darker copper through and I just laughed. I didn't freak out. I just laughed and I couldn't stop laughing. I still look at myself in the mirror every day and I laugh. Did you even lock down if you didn't fuck your hair? <laughs> and I'm so glad that I've gotten to a point where I'm so comfortable with myself that I laugh about this stuff. I love it. I mean, today's episode was actually like just inspired by living in the moment, but now I'm going to tangent and talk about the confidence piece and how I've gotten to where I am, that I'm just happy being me. And like, literally people just have to accept who I am or you can't change me. I'm not going to change. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. I've had 33 years in this skin and I love it. And I don't care if I'm not the skinniest. I don't care if someone thinks I'm not the prettiest. 
because I'm so happy with me. I'm not going to go get Botox. I'm not going to go get lip fillers. I'm not going to go stop eating the foods that I love and damn, like literally make myself unhappy by being on a super strict diet. I, I do believe in eating well and healthy because I know when I eat like shit, I actually feel like shit. So I don't eat to be the skinniest. I don't train to be the skinniest. I train because I love the feeling of being fit and strong, but I know I'm never going to be this tiny little model and I don't want to be. I love my body. I love being in my skin and I love being me. And you know how I've got there? By doing the work, by reflecting on what hating my body and hating my face or being worried about a pimple or being worried my eyelashes aren't long enough or my, you know, whatever. I get my eyebrows done and I go and get waxed like my eyebrows and I will admit it, my upper lip because God help I do I get some blonde hairs there and I call it my mo. And my ex used to always point out and be like, oh, your mo's growing back. I mean, of course he'd point that out, right? But, you know, we had a laugh about it and it was funny. But, yeah, I'm not perfect. And I do get those few things done. But I'm never going to be one to completely change my face or want to. And I'm never going to be one to want to completely change my body. My body naturally changes on its own every few years. I find certain clothes don't fit, not because I've put on weight or because – you know, whatever, it's because my body actually changes. It's normal for our bodies to change and adjust. Our hormones change and adjust. Our needs as a woman change and adjust. I'm just happy being me and happy showing up in the world as me. And how did I get there? Because I did the work. As I started saying, I delved deep into what all this negative energy around myself and who I am was doing to my personality. And also being around people that were competitive and negative and would comment on my looks, which happened all the time, what being around those people actually did and being around people that were so focused on being the skinniest, what it was like, it was actually really damaging. What following people on Instagram and social media that are like, you know, unachievably skinny, they're not happy people a lot of the time. They're just you know, really like want their beach body and that's all they want. Um, yeah, I just have no want to follow people that, you know, project a negative image for women or yeah, just aren't so busy touching up their photos or so busy worrying about what a photo looks like that they forget to be themselves or they lose themselves completely and they actually don't even know who they are. If you're more worried about what the scale says on a fucking Monday morning because you had a wine over the weekend or a pit pie or a pizza, you're probably not my kind of person. Or if it worries you that you worry about that, then, and you want to change that, then you probably are my person because I've been in your shoes and I know how hard it can be to try and just love yourself. Loving yourself doesn't just happen because you wake up one morning and you're like, I'm going to love myself. It is a very small, it's, it's what we, it's everything that we do. Like it's everything we digest. If you want to love yourself, stop fucking watching reality TV shows. No, like seriously, I'm not fucking kidding. Stop watching reality TV shows. Stop reading trash. Stop staying up at night watching shit. 
start going to bed, start journaling on the way that you feel and the way that you think and being honest with the way that you feel and think. You don't lie to your fucking journal. Start meditating. Oh, I don't, but I can't meditate back. I can't turn my thoughts off. It's not about that. No one, no one's perfect when they start. It is time in the saddle. And I still have nights where I'm like, can't focus, but I still do it. Because even the nights that feel like it's a shit meditation, it's not a shit meditation. It's just whatever. If you hate a certain type of exercise, stop doing it to punish your body. Start reading books that are inspiring. Start following inspiring people that are going to make you feel good and not make you feel like shit. Stop engaging in judgmental conversation. If you hear people judging each other, stop engaging in that. There are th- if you really want to make a shift in your life, you have to shift your life. It has to be everything. And I promise you, you'll be happier for it. Our subconscious naturally picks up negative stuff. Like we're naturally designed to like worry and fear and be on alert because we used to live in caves where animals could kill us. So it was very healthy to be in that state. We don't need to worry about that now. So you really need to consciously change your mindset change everything you watch and read like yeah you can't change your life without changing what you're digesting every single day and i don't just mean food i mean what you're putting into your brain don't get me wrong i you can still have fun and watch dumb shit and listen to dumb shit i still listen to some podcasts for the shits and giggles for the bullshit chat for the jokes for the whatever's But then I have the podcasts that feed my mind too, that challenge my thinking. If you're, if you feel like you've stopped growing, start trying to grow, start reading, start educating yourself. There's nothing wrong with trying to educate yourself and be better than, than you were yesterday. And if anyone tries to put you down for that, then maybe they're not your people because people should want you to grow and change and develop be the best version of you and we don't do that by sitting stagnant and holding on to the past we do that by growing through things and you know opening our lives up and welcoming new experiences and making changes so all of that from sunset (laughs) what a tangent i don't even know what to call this episode now like Oh, God. (laughs) But, yeah, sunset and sunrise, right? Time for reflection. And you're never too old. You're never too young to start changing your life. You're never too old. You're never too young to design the life that you want and make the changes that are right for you. Because you are the only one living your life at the end of the day. I'm never giving you permission to be an asshole. That is my most important message in my whole podcast is that whatever you choose to do, you do it with compassion and empathy and respect for others and that you live life with an open mind. All right, that's my message for you. I hope it's been inspiring and I'm still stuck as to what to call this episode. (laughs) 
but I hope you love listening to it. And as always, please leave me a review. And you know where you can find me is at Beck underscore Chapel on Insta and Chapel Beck on Facebook. But just find me on Insta because, like, I'm not huge on Facebook. But if Facebook's your only platform, then please find me there. I hope that you love it. I hope that you leave me a review. And I hope that you are living your most beautiful life and you're you're feeling inspired and willing to take on a challenge or go find a challenge and yeah have a great week